Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shoalim Adar Shem Today is the 13th day in our quest, learning all about the holiday of Pesach. We are going to begin now, continuing to talk about the Korban Pesach. We're now going to take a little light into how organized the Beis HaMikdash was, and how these Kohanim, they were they were really proficient at banging out these Korbanos. We're going to take a quick look into that today. So the Korban Pesach, it was brought by the by the Am, brought by the people, in divide, divided into three groups, because you can imagine the entire B'nai Israel opening up the floodgates and running to the Beis HaMikdash at once, would uh, be quite a disaster, so they divide into three groups. Shinamar, but what did they learn this idea from? The Pesach says, So, if you were listening carefully there, there were three descriptions of B'nai Israel given there. Kahal, is t- that's where the word kihila comes from. And Ada is also talking about, uh, is, is talking about congregation. The first word meant assembly, congregation of Israel. We know B'nai Israel. Those are three words that connote a large gathering of B'nai Israel which teaches that, the, that we have to do it in, ste- in stages and steps of three. So when the first one comes in, and they fill up the azar, they fill up the courtyard. So now they close the gates and they make the second and third groups, the second and third groups wait again so that they can kind of control traffic. And while the court was being brought, some of the some of the Kohanim um, blew tikiya. It's, it, what they would have is that is that the Kohanim would stand there in rows and they would be and they would be holding gold and silver bowls, and it said it specifies shura shakula kesef kesef shakula zav zav that each of them were standing specifically with one row had one row had silver silver bowls the other row had gold bowls and they didn't mix these bowls what's the reason for this the reason for this is because if they if you have all of the gold and all the silver in in the same row if they're separate from each other then it really looks beautiful uh, it, it it's if something so organized like that looks beautiful and you want they wanted to bring beauty to the base of Mikdash. Velo hayu lam lavazichin. It's actually very interesting. Lavazichin shulim shemai shemenuchem yerkari shadam. So there were no wide bases. What does it mean by that? So almost any any object that you put down, uh, for example, for example, for our modern sensibilities, let's do a computer. So I mean, a computer has a flat bottom, so you could just put it down and it'll sit there. However, if there are some of those some of those shampoo soaps that if you put them down, they're like triangular, so you have to like flip them on the bottom, right? So that's essentially what the what the bowls in the in the base Amikdash were, which is that they didn't have any flat bottoms. And I hope that muscle made sense by the way. But they didn't have any flat bottoms because if they would have flat bottoms, then they would put down the bowls the bowls of blood and and then because they'd be able to put it down if it was if it, since it was triangular, they weren't able to put it down because it would tip over. So what, what this did, what this did is it prevented people from ha- from leaving it down and having it having it tip over, which was which was something that was that, that was very good. because we don't want that the people will put down the the down put down the blood and they'll forget about it. It'll congeal and then they w- you won't be able to throw it on the 
on the Mizbech. That'd be very unfortunate. Shechat Yisrael v'kibel Kohen. So a, a Yisrael, someone who's not a Kohen, is able to shecht, is able to, to slaughter the Korban Pesach because uh, a Korban can be shechted by anyone. V'kibel Kohen. And then the Kohen would, 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 receive, would receive the blood. And then they would do this assembly line. So they they would give it from Kohen to Kohen. They would pass the bulls all the way until Kohen Hakarov Etzel Mizbech Zorko Zrika Achas Yasor. They would essentially just just bring the bulls and then they, they would they would um they would transfer the bull all the way to the front where the Kohen would would splash the blood on the would splash the blood on the Mizbech. Last Mishnah. Um, so now we're going to talk about the actual process of how these three groups uh, dealt with each other. So when the first one left, the second one came in. When the second one left, third one came in. And it was the same procedure that we just detailed in, in the Vastu Mishnah House for each of the, the three groups. It says, So while the Quran Pesach was being brought, the the and and the and the blood was being was being transferred like we had, like we had, we had spoken about the the Levium would be singing the halal im gamash im gamashan and so if they finished the halal they finished singing the halal but still the korban pesach hadn't, hadn't finished um, hadn't finished to be to be brought then they would read it again vim shanushlisha and so if in theory and you'll see why I say in theory in a second but if in theory the the korban pesach still wouldn't be wouldn't be finished being brought. The, the the Levium would still continue with their hollow background music. Um However, they never went on a, on a third time in their in their in the all the days of the base of Mikdash. What's the reason for this? So like we said, the Kohanim worked very quickly and efficiently in bringing the Korban Pesach, so the Levium never even had to go to this third one. However, Rabbi Yehuda had an even more drastic t- depiction of how fast these Kohanim were. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Mimeim shall kash shlishis lo higia lo higia Hashem mipnei shama muatin." So he says that once you get to the third group, they didn't even even the first halal, the Levim didn't even have have time to get up to the fifth par- paragraph, not even the end, just the fifth paragraph. Ahavti kishma because in the third the third group is all the stragglers, so there's not. Really, it's not really as big of a group. I'm sure it's a little sizable amount. Just gives you an idea. Rabbi Huda sees how fast these Kohanim work. And I hope that you are excited. So now, when closer to the Hadith Pesach, have a wonderful day.